Hello, 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 guys! Welcome to this new edition of Mind Podcast. This is Adit Kapadia, and we, together with me, I have my fellow compadre Pramod Kumar Puravalli. How are you, Pramod? I am good, Adit. Very excited. Yeah, uh, I mean, for political junkies, nothing is bigger yeah. than the Indian election or the U.S. election. Correct. Um, this is going to be my fifth election that I will at least uh, stick my neck out. The first <laughs> I could not because. Uh, uh bush gore election had already happened when i came uh, to the us hmm. it was already a contentious election but then afterwards in 04 08 12 16 and now 20 so, so it will be very exact i have to give a, a, a thing this podcast is available on youtube and soundcloud both but for listeners on soundcloud there are going to be a few numbers that we are going to present by sharing our screen because that's the best way to do it i'll be saying out the numbers as well but it will be better if you guys can watch it on youtube because then you'll be able to see the numbers and the whole you know situation so this is only going to be a 20 to 25 minute podcast because it's essentially going to serve as a prelude to what we think is going to happen tomorrow and our analysis on why it's happening and what are the numbers or who we think is in the front who we think is the front runner um tomorrow after tomorrow or whenever the results are in i i wouldn't want to say that the results will be in tomorrow whenever the results are in pramod then i will meet again and we'll have a couple more panelists and we'll do full analysis of the results but uh, till then we are at least here to show you uh, some things so without before i even share the map um with our uh, you know uh, uh, listeners and viewers uh, pramod what do you think do you think right now the path to 270 for president trump is a little tougher than uh, vice president biden because i certainly seem to think so yeah it is tough and uh, there are three things going against trump hmm. one is anti incumbency mm-hmm. the death toll due to coronavirus and the third thing is the insurmountable lead that biden is sitting on yeah. in key battleground states which uh, it is highly unlikely uh, you know seen the reports from the ground that there is a trump wave in those six battleground states so, so it is biden pramod has given me yeah. my perfect segue to um, to basically sh- uh, you know show you guys what uh, uh, what the whole situation is right so um, let me let me uh, show you what is going on here so as you guys can see and uh, this is a website that i've used to 72win.com we don't no copyright infringement intended we have just done this out of good faith and our love for numbers and, and anyone can go and build this map and so i created this map a, a little while back uh, to what i think so the six battleground states that pramod was talking about and we are going to in- include the states that were in contest last time as well which were as you can see the state of michigan wisconsin traditionally democratic states but trump won them last time pennsylvania which is technically a swing state but had been leaning democratic for the last 3 4 elections till trump swung it back the last time of course florida because no election in america is uh, is uh, you know without a florida drama and and the last time the other states were ohio as well so those were the key five six states you can also include north carolina but i always say north carolina and virginia sort of cancel each other out uh, virginia has 13 electoral votes and it's technically a swing state but votes democrat north carolina is 15 which is technically a, a, a swing state but usually goes republican so you have that uh, sort of dichotomy this time what is crucial is there is another state 
which not many people thought would be in play, which is the state of Arizona. Now, that state was, uh, of course, the senator from Arizona was John McCain, who uh, in 2008, you know, was the Republican presidential nominee as well, but had his own set of run-ins with President Trump. And his wife actually has endorsed uh, Vice President Joe Biden uh, to, uh, as the presidential you know, face. So Arizona is in play and specifically because the senator, the Senate seat, John McCain's old seat is being fought and the Republicans are running almost 10 points behind. It's almost certain that that seat will flip Democratic. So that state is in place suddenly. And Romney also carried it in 2012. So it's not just... And, and uh, Trump in 2016 as well. So this is the Trump first in, in a yeah. long time. This is almost like how the Democrats felt about Michigan and Wisconsin. <laughs> the Republicans Correct. are feeling the same about Arizona this time. Right. So, so this is my sort of um, uh, map right now. I personally think that Trump will prevail in North Carolina, Georgia, and Texas. A lot of people are putting this in Texas as toss-up. I don't think Texas or Georgia is... No. Um, even if you look at the Georgia Senate data, yes, the Democrat is in first place at 37%, but the two Republican candidates who are fighting him, and both are, if you add their total, because both are base Republican candidates, almost 48%. So it's just the reason why he, and in Georgia, you cannot win the seat with 37%. It will go into a runoff and more likely than not, the Republicans will get the Senate seat. So I also don't think Iowa, Joni Ernst might lose her Senate seat, but I think for president, Iowa will vote for um, uh, Donald Trump. Where I differ with pollsters is, I think Michigan is closer than what they claim. Well, Michigan has uh, this, this saga of the kidnapping of the, uh, the Democratic governor. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know, since then, there has been a, a intensified uh, ground level effort by the Democrats. Actually, they were sitting very complacent until the time this kidnapping attempt and its foiling by the FBI happened. And then they have hit the ground running. What I'm told, it's going to be humdinger, but uh, I will still give it to the Democrats only because the working class um, has been affected disproportionately due to the stoppage of manufacturing. You see, there is an X factor here, Adit. Although hmm. Trump was doing really well economically until 2012, uh, I mean, 2020 February, uh, the down, uh, you know, trend as far as this manufacturing belt, all of this belt is manufacturing the Midwest, mm. right? Ohio, uh, Michigan, Illinois, Missouri, all of that belt has been disproportionately affected only because the supply chains ha have been disrupted. It's not fault of Trump. Yeah. Uh, it, their job losses are immense. Most of the airline jobs are also based out of the Midwest. So I... I will give uh, Michigan this time to the Democrats only because of the complacency factor and this uh, uh, kidnapping attempt by the right-wing government. So, so, so here, is the, here is the whole sort of thing. If I compare this to the last time, the, the state that the Democrats did not win last time was the state of Wisconsin, which I think they will uh, win back again. If they were to win Michigan, and, and, and here is where it gets interesting. If they were to win Michigan, then you're looking at a, a score of about 259 for Joe Biden. And he's only within 11 of 270. Yeah. And, and he can do that just by winning Arizona. And he does not need Pennsylvania or Florida. Right. If Michigan were to remain a toss-up or go to the Republican by you know, some sort of thing, the Republicans would still need, Donald Trump would still need 
if I was to post this, Donald Trump would still need 35. That number only right. comes up if we, he wins Pennsylvania or and Florida or Florida and Arizona. So in whatever combination you look at it, it is impossible for um, uh, impossible for Republicans to win unless they win three of these states. Or, and if we want to include Wisconsin, we can do that too. But any three of Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Florida, and Arizona. If they don't win, and out of all of them, Florida is a must win. If they lose Florida, that is the end of the election. Because here's what happens. Yes, and Florida, Florida also, by the way, North Carolina and Florida, uh, the election results also start streaming in sooner. Sooner. Because right. the, the uh, of course, Florida has always been a pensioner's paradise. Right. It also got disproportionately affected by the coronavirus death, uh, uh, you know, uh, deaths that happened in the communities that are living on the Pacific, uh, the uh, Atlantic coast. Right. And also, Adit, of the nine and a half, uh, I would say about uh, uh, how many, about uh, 10, uh, 100 million people have already cast their votes. Um, 95 the, to 100 million, yeah, close to that. Of the 105 million, apparently, Floridians have had a maximum turnout as far as the uh, early process. Texas are so, leading in early voting. Yeah, yeah. And both so, are so that, for that, is, that is a very big trend that's right there, that Floridians are uh, really wanting uh, not to vote for Trump. Although Trump did his best to strategically shift his own home state from uh, New York to Florida this time. Yeah. But it is a little bit too little, too less, only because the entire Miami-Dade County, that whole belt, Adit, yeah. if you uh, you know divide those counties uh, down from um, the south, uh, all the way from Florida region, Miami-Dade County, yeah, from Jacksonville down to the Miami-Dade County region, including the Jacksonville, the whole belt. Hmm. Uh, that belt is completely uh, pensioners who move from liber liberal states. These are people who are 65 plus. They move from um, Illinois, they move from New York and, uh, you know, of course, the, the East Coast and the West Coast to live a happily settled life. And apparently, somebody did a poll on the number of people who migrated from these liberal states over to Florida. And those also have turned in large numbers during this uh, early voting. So yeah. it's, it's, it's an indicator that it will definitely move towards the Democrats this side, which means it's game over. I'm not even looking at the others because Trump has to hit home runs in all these states. You, 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 no. yeah, you, Trump can still lose in Pennsylvania and win the election if he wins in one of Michigan or Wisconsin, Arizona and Florida. But here's what right. happens. If Biden wins Florida, and if I add that to there, that's it. He's at two seven, yeah. and he doesn't yeah. even need Michigan, Pennsylvania, or Arizona. And this yeah. is with Trump winning North Carolina. If Biden were to win North Carolina, you know, then you're looking at 287. And if if I just look at how the polls are saying right now, then Biden is at almost close to what Mr. Barack Obama got in 2008. And that is a right. possibility based on the polls that are right now. Now, I, I would still not, Adi, just to add to what you were saying, I would still not give uh, Pennsylvania to uh, Biden yet, only because of no, this. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying, no, 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 no. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the best case scenario for Biden, and then we yeah, look at the best yeah. case scenario for Trump. In fact, I, huh. I, I'm coming to Pennsylvania. I think Pennsylvania is a lot, lot closer than what people think it is. Yeah. So, so, but I, yeah, I agree with let, ha, sorry, uh, uh, your comments on this, and then, then we'll show the best case for. No, that. it's it's only because the fracking, the fracking industry is very big over there, 
and the comments that uh, Biden and Kamala Harris made during the run-up, during their primaries have come back to hit them. Mm-hmm. They were really sweeping Pennsylvania because he is, um, you know, he, he lived in Scranton for a while right. and he has special affinity to Pennsylvania. You know, he, he's, he identifies with that working class. But unfortunately, because of this fracking issue and this clean energy push, he might end up losing Pennsylvania. But I still feel it will, like you rightly said, be very close uh, in terms of uh, percentages. Yeah. Even in Pennsylvania. Excuse me. Sorry. But uh, yeah. um, I think another interesting thing about Pennsylvania is a lot of people say that had if Biden was the nominee last time, they would have won Pennsylvania and Hillary would have not lost <laughs> And I think they only right. lost it by 1% or so. So it was a pretty yeah. nice loss. And ultimately what it is, is the entire state is Republican. It's almost like Illinois, right? Where most of the state yeah. is Republican, except for the main city of Philadelphia and other uh, sort of cities. So in Illinois, it's Chicago and you know your, your cities, which are like uh, Democratic and the rural area is Republican. Now, yeah, let me show you the best case scenario for Trump. That what if you know, things sort of miraculously work out. He needs to pick up North Carolina. He absolutely needs Florida. He needs Arizona. And he needs either one of Michigan, Wisconsin, or Pennsylvania. So say he picks up Pennsylvania, that he's there. Say, and this is what Trump did last time. He had 306 or 305, like you can see. One of, I, I personally think Wisconsin will go Democrat because the, 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 with the violence that happened and things like that, it just seems very unlikely that it would go. So Trump would need, apart from Florida, he would need two from Michigan, Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania and Arizona, all of which look very, very hard. So There is only one state which is blue, which he can turn red right now, but definitely blue which he can turn red right now, which is uh, Nevada. Nevada. Nevada still is a state where he could pick some of the numbers that are firmly entrenched. And, and, with, there, is uh, another, and there is another state, and I'm going to throw a very left-wheel choice, which might surprise a lot of people, but that's the state of New Hampshire. So Could be. Could be. I have not looked at New Hampshire numbers, but I was looking at uh, some of those uh, areas, um, especially uh, not just around uh, last week, but around Reno and other areas, hmm. uh, there is a very good chance that because of this establishment of the Space Force, hmm. a lot of jobs seem to have come to the Nevada areas, which are hitherto, which were known to be very uh, liberal. Hmm. Uh, they were suffering through a very big housing slump, Adit, mm-hmm. but because of the Space Force, apparently, uh, the strategic intervention that came in in terms of the past year, year and a half to have some of these uh, older bases reopened to yeah. accommodate the Space Force. Apparently, that is why the numbers are better for the Republicans as far as Nevada is concerned. Absolutely. So he might flip Nevada. He, so, he could, if you want. So, so yeah. here is the interesting part, right? There is, a, there is a chance that he could flip Nevada. But I'm going to tell you, and that's what I was trying to look up, basically, um, uh, the results in New Hampshire. And I want, I want to yeah. give the exact thing. If I were uh, to ask you, give me a number, what was the difference between Hillary and Trump in New Hampshire? And just an absolute number of votes. I'd say about 500. No, it's a little more than that, but less less than 3,000 votes. Okay. okay. It's a small state. Very yeah. small state, but you had more yeah. than three quarters of a million people voting. 
right? Yeah. And the turnout was about 75%. I think this time you would have close to a million people voting in a state. And if you have close to a million people in the margin is less than 5,000. I mean, this in this case, less than 4,000. But if it's less than 5,000, then it is up for grabs. Right? And Again, I, I, the reason why I'm not giving New Hampshire over to the uh, Republicans yet, because also they are a manufacturing base when it comes to timber, Adit. Hmm, hmm. Uh, the, the biggest product is either fishing or uh, uh, tourism or uh, timber. Hmm. And timber also because of the trade wars with uh, Canada, hmm. because their supply chain is from Canada. Uh, New Hampshire was already looking very bad economically six months prior to the start of COVID. Hmm. They have not been affected as much by COVID as... Uh, in uh, in comparison to the economic downturn that has, has been happening. So whenever that happens, generally people start uh, going towards the Democrats. So I, I will say he has a chance. I don't know how he is doing in some of those uh, urban counties, but all the counties that are adjoining to Maine are, are Republican. So, but so the ones that... Right, right. So that's why the second district of Maine is Republican, which he won yeah. last time also, because Maine and Nebraska give split district, but that doesn't count yeah. much because Nebraska, one district goes Democrat, Maine, one goes Republican, and they cancel each other out. Yeah. But George W. Bush actually won New Hampshire in 2000, and that's what helped him. People remember Florida because that put him over 270, but it put him at 261. Right. Four other seats, It had he not won New Hampshire, he would have been at 267. So yeah. it 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 so I let's put a hypothetical scenario with which say Trump wins New Hampshire and Trump wins Nevada. You know, he picks up that say. Then it gets a little interesting. Then he does not need Arizona. Then he needs yeah. then he absolutely does need Florida because, like we said, it's not possible. And then he just needs one of Pennsylvania and Michigan to win. So the only permutation possible is if he springs a surprise and runs it very close in New Hampshire and Nevada, which is about 10. And there is another dark horse here also, which is the state of Minnesota, because Minnesota last time Hillary just won by 40,000 votes and uh, right. right here, neighboring Wisconsin. So if that too, Trump were to do it, so that could compensate for Arizona. So I think those are the uh, those are the sort of the battleground states. But in closure, Pramod, if I were to ask you, what does your hunch tell you? How is the election going? Well, these are three insurmountable odds that uh, Trump is against. You know, no matter how well he has fought, uh, you know, considering that he himself got affected by COVID and uh, COVID is something that he is not responsible for, although his, uh, his uh, reaction has been very uh, dull and he could have, uh, you know, issued a nationwide, uh, you know, order to wear face masks. Uh, I uh, have to say, I've called this about two or three months ago only because of the numbers in terms of manufacturing. The whole base mm. has gone away because there is this context of the trade, trade war that was looming, Adit, for two years mm. prior to COVID. Mm. This is not going to turn, even if uh, the vaccine comes, if the, uh, the whole uh, country gets vaccinated. This is a, a two-year crisis. And many people are aware that whatever he can do, he doesn't have a ma magic wand. He doesn't have answers to anything. Right. And lo and behold, although he did really well economically for the first two and a half years of his presidency because of this COVID, because of the lack of manufacturing jobs, and most importantly, lack of empathy, he should have at least taken the bull by its horns. 
said to the public that look you know i did not cause this you know cause this covid but i am i'm going to be the shoulder for you to cry on uh, just because of that not because of biden's speciality there's nothing special about biden uh, i would say that i'm predicting biden will win this by a humdinger wow so and and which makes so here is the thing right guys and if we're going to stop sharing our screen in a few minutes and then you know present our final analysis in closure that even if i were to put this 243 to 219 and i'm going to uh, specify again that this is still a little bit kinder or little bit in you know being a little less uh, keeping the 2016 result in mind it's a little kinder towards the president because i'm still putting in arizona and michigan as toss ups although the polls have listed them as sort of democrats i think they are a lot closer however i still think in arizona michigan and pennsylvania biden has a chance over trump and if that margin of 3 to 4% prevail i mean it's still within the margin of error then it's a no contest even if he wins florida he loses biden at this point in my opinion just needs michigan and arizona along with whatever you know else he can he can get from here and if he can get north carolina pennsylvania or something like that then you're looking at one of the biggest democratic victories since 2008 uh, and the way the polls are if one were to believe the polls it could potentially be even a bigger victory than bill clinton so so that is why they have strategically deployed uh, obama obama actually it's it's against the norm for a ex president to campaign so actively for a incumbent or a, or a contestant mm. it never has happened yeah um, obama actually became the bad guy whereas biden was the soft spoken good guy mm. he did he took away all the heat away from kamala harris and biden because you know you can't attack obama obama's presidency for whatever reason is considered to be a successful presidency after uh, ronald reagan here in the united states so he took away the heat he he did what has to be done by giving all the credit of his presidency the taking out of osama bin laden the turn around in the economy all to biden very gracefully so i have to call it for biden yeah and they yeah. also worked very closely together i mean given yeah, yeah. the age difference they i think they even worked closer than clinton gore so um, yeah yeah you are right because his if this was the biden in 2016 Yeah. um most of the toss up states would have already been blue only because of age and only because of this late uh, rear guard action by trump yeah. some of these uh, states are uh, really toss up but uh, this is a foregone conclusion are it yeah i mean it's it goes up against it it, it is going to yeah. be but i mean we are political junkies so we we hope to have like a, a very interesting night election night and i can tell you you are going to have a lot of forecasts where they delay keep it delayed till 11 or 12 o'clock to see what it is but ultimately the goal is of going to be about margins right and i'm about to you know stop uh, this thing we i'll tweet this out as well guys i'll be on my timeline these are my numbers i'm going to you know stand by them so you can question me congratulate me or berate me on these but i still think to for trump there's only one path of victory when three out of these four states with biden for biden it's win any two out of these these four um if he can win florida and and you know make a surprise if he can win florida then he doesn't even need the other three but basically 
any two out of the four states in Biden is through. Um, and, and of course, this is assuming North Carolina goes to the Republicans. If North Carolina does indeed go to Biden, then I'm afraid the election, uh, I mean, it's going to be, he'll probably concede, have to concede very soon because all the, all the swings. Yeah, I, I, I was waiting for you to raise that up because of this uh, whole talk about uh, if he's going to con concede or, you know, take it to the courts and try to delay it like what Al Gore and uh, uh, Junior Bush's election was. It, it took almost two months for the uh, results to come out. I think if North Carolina flips uh, Democrats, I think it's all over. See, and you know, I have to far. understand one thing also, that the, the reason why the whole Bush-Gore thing happened was because it was a close uh, uh, result where Florida was uh, like 537 votes or something, ultimately the margin. Yeah. If, yeah. if it was that close of an election, we would have seen. And I can, one prediction I can confidently make that Trump most certainly will lose the popular vote. There is no way yes. he's going to get the popular vote. If he gets the popular yeah. vote, if Trump actually gets the popular vote, then we'll all eat humble pie because then that will be the biggest victory ever for a Republican president. No Republican has won popular vote more than once in the last 20 yes. years, which is George W. Bush in yes. 2004. And yes. it's very difficult, you know, with the kind of, you know, um, uh, issues they're raising. But one thing, and, and I'm going to stop sharing right now, and one thing, Pramod, I wanted to ask you in closure, right? The, there was a lot of discussion about the Indian American votes and stuff like that, and it, how the population is 1%. And I kept saying that it would be a factor only if the election is close. But if the election is as far apart, do you think it is going to be as much of a factor nationally? It will be in certain seats. I mean, the, the district we're sitting in, 22nd district of Texas, it's a very close race, you know? Anyway, right. yeah, so... The numbers only count uh, in battleground states. I've looked at those numbers. Mm. And our people generally are very good at voting wherever the wind is blowing. And today, it's very difficult to predict. Mm. Uh, you know, when it comes to Michigan, uh, they are pretty much focused their jobs. It's all about how they got personally affected uh, in the job scenario or if they have any problem with, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, racism or it's that sort of a thing. Yeah. All of these states are known to be very liberal in general, as far as jobs are concerned, right? Mm -hmm. So you will see a Texas-based uh, Indian American vote for Republican because of Howdy Modi and uh, obviously the Mahol is all Republican. But these guys in uh, uh, the California region, in the New York region, even in Florida, uh, Chicago, the whole belt, the whole urban, suburban belt is all uh, democratic leaning on it. So when at, at the end of the day, it is going to be 70-30, 70% of the Indian American vote, whatever it is. Some people say it's 1%. I personally think it's more, more like 0.7%. Hmm. But wherever it is, 0 0.7 to 1%, where the battleground key states are, the six uh, key states are, Hmm. Our people are all based in the suburbia. They, they live suburban, they vote Democrats. Hmm. And it is not even close. It's actually overwhelmingly Democrat. And the uh, other states where they uh, have numbers, hmm. which is uh, Texas, they're obviously anyway voting for uh, a Republican. So it's it's a foreground. Even, even by, the, by the way, just because of uh, this candidate here in uh, you know Houston, hmm. had it been some other candidate, even that a democratic candidate would have won. It's just because that 
one candidate is very contentious and he's, you know is a he's very controversial he's not getting the vote of the indian american community but next time if the hindu american community props up a decent consent uh, candidate based on consensus even a uh, democratic uh, ticket uh, you know that texas district 22 can become a democratic uh, well ticket. it's no. a little complicated also because of the drawing of the well, district lines and stuff but but regardless of all that i think um, yeah the the issue is now the indian american vote so to speak might be an influence in a few states but it is more likely to be influential in certain congressional districts and senators yeah. rather than that and the reason i say senators is because senators have to get funding from their own state i mean they get Correct. from elsewhere also Correct. but ultimately they have to appeal to their own states so uh, that's where it gets a little uh, interesting but all in all i i mean i personally see it going to be a very hard path for president trump to go now if president trump does try to make it a contest and it does get like very close because guys see it's all about turnout right we, we, are, we are recording the podcast the night before the election if there is 60 70 million people that show up to vote to vote tomorrow and there is a late surge in favor of president trump you might see a very close election but for even if trump wins i think it's going to be a very close win with biden winning it could be either a close win or a huge win but i don't think president trump can run the table to use an american phrase with no there is no exactly there is no wave in favor of trump unfortunately this is the bad news i've been uh, you know looking at the numbers uh, you're absolutely spot on it can be either a close win for either or a huge win for biden yeah uh, the close win being again so many x factors and you know, it's completely like you rightly said it's so stacked up against uh, trump again yeah. uh, it's only because of the late sort of uh, surge in the people uh, to try to go and register that whole process of registration that overconfidence i don't know what it is with the republicans they were so overconfident that they even did not do a voter registration drive what the democrats were planning all along under the undercurrents of this black lives matter all of these other movements that they were carrying forward is exactly what they were doing very smart play on the ground Which, and but, uh, that's but it's a cogent strategy because uh, the democrats don't vote traditionally the republicans do vote and the democrat democrats right. don't uh, right. and, and so this was sort of almost a reversal plus with the values voters trump is not much yeah. very popular also his supreme court this is maybe but he isn't so uh, that but i i have to yeah. end right here but before we end uh, do you think are we to see any surprises or you think it's going to be an early night tomorrow uh, i don't think it will be an early night it will be very late night they will be very reluctant to call in only because uh, the nature of trump is not to give up he's still going to be president for two more months after the election this is the weird part the loser Uh, whoever it is uh, has to bear the ignominy of staying in the white house for two months as a lame duck president but uh, you know i just want to have a quick segue just a quick quick one minute if you permit me uh, on the indo american relationship because you know there's this whole talk on uh, you know what will happen if a democrat comes to power and you know what it, what does it mean for india yeah. you know considering uh, all things said and done the the massive anger against china yeah. uh, the western world has realized that no matter who is in power in india and they have also by the way realized that the bjp is going to be in power for a very long time it is going to be the new congress yeah. whether it is modi tomorrow shah or yogi adityanath whoever it is they have a lineup of leaders that will take the who knows or somebody 
so they know that they have to play ball with the administration and they will toe the line and the line is set by the deep state which sets the narrative which sets the foreign policy which controls the currency they are the ones which will tell the the, the biden administration that look it's not lucrative for you to talk about pakistan anymore you might you, you you could have gotten the highest civilian award from them but hey it doesn't matter it's not in our interest our interests are with india indo pacific right our interests are to make sure that india gets strengthened and it gets all the weapons it requires and the economic uh, uh, partnership kavala harris can you know she's she's a quintessential politician she is going to be the x factor in this coming administration also only because also don't discount that if biden does win there will be a couple few republican voices that will be accommodated which sort of of course deep state so um, it's of course we are even if trump wins or biden wins we are set for a very interesting two months if trump wins yes. if trump wins he's going to be bullish for the next two months before he gets inaugurated yeah. again and almost set yes. up for this and if biden wins and if the democrats do hold the house and the senate this will be after a long long time that the democrats have run the table so to speak and so then you're going to see who is in the transition team is it the old obama guard because of what obama has done with ram the ram emanuels and others or is it going to be the core biden card the centrists uh, the john kasich which who are becoming very unpopular with the current left wing of the democratic party something with the wall street journal also warned about in its editorial i have always said that this is the last chance for the republican party and they redeemed themselves by getting an outsider rank outsider in trump to basically get them out of the woodworks the same applies for the democratic party the the kind of marriage of convenience convenience they now have with the antifa and the the deep left mm-hmm. uh they have to break that shackles to come out of it otherwise you'll see a new party come out uh, both from the right and the left side and you never know what it is going to be called you know absolutely uh, well, but it's have... good news for india it's yeah. good news for india either way adit and these are interesting times very uh, you know important times ahead uh, for uh, india uh, sab sab aaj hi mat bol do kuch post election ke liye bhi baki rakho yes yeah we, yes. we have to have, we have a whole post election show planned because i'm not giving you time then i will do uh, then this is pre poll then that is poll call poll call <laughs> i was waiting for a one liner like why did it take 45 minutes for one to appear <laughs> and and i apologize maine 20 25 minute ka bola tha but in glorious mind makers tradition it has gone for 30 40 minutes but i'm i'm, I'm gl- I, i hope you guys enjoyed it um i know we we had been telling but we wanted to wait you know till we get our numbers together yeah. to you know to get together and talk to you guys about it so uh, i hope for the next 24 hours till when the poll close when the polls open you guys this is something you guys can go on and then maybe after you can uh, send us bouquets or completely bash us saying in dono ko to kuch aata hi nahi aur aise numbers likhe bait gaye so let us know however it is we'll be back in a couple of days during the election results when they're coming we might be doing some quick takes we'll be doing live tweeting of course and we might be doing short videos as well so please you know uh, follow us on twitter follow us on twitter at mindmakers you can follow promote the nai on our personal accounts at ask0704 at pburavalli for promote and uh, you know please let us know what you thought about the podcast and look forward to interacting with all of you uh, on what promises to be a humdinger tomorrow night so thanks again pramod we are not doing the usual recommendations guys kyunki 24 ghante mein dekh loge go watch the news or go watch a movie and you know watch something light before the uh, uh, before the networks yeah. tomorrow uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's it from pramod and i we'll be back uh, maybe in a couple of days with more thank you guys and thank you for tuning in 
Okay, thank you.